0: Okay, it's deciding time. Welcome to the games Beat Decides podcast, your weekly source for guys taking video games too seriously. I'm your host, Jeffrey Grubb. With me is Michael Minotti. That's me. And Dean Takahashi. Hello. And we're going to talk about the the future of the Nintendo Switch. We're going to decide it, because it's GamesBeat well, Decides. We're gonna, I don't know what that means, though, in this case. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. You can get more of us on GamesBeat.com. Email the podcast at gamespluspodcastadventurebeat.com. That's the plus sign. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. When you're on iTunes, leave us a review. Other than that, that's the spiel part. Uh, Nintendo just did its two night or one night, one morning switch reveal, big spiel kind of thing of its own. What do you guys think? Oh,
1: Mike. I, I defer to Dean.
0: Dean, what do you oh, think?
2: Okay. Well, I think that, uh, you know, they had some more interesting surprises that came out. Uh, there's some kind of positive confirmations of things we kind of already knew, like there is a touchscreen on it, and uh, it's region-free. Um, it's not region-locked. Um, and the controllers have uh, motion con- motion sensors in them and an IR camera that enable some more of the kind of very social gameplay that the the Wii and the Wii U had. So they hadn't uh, really, I mean, you kind of had a clue if you watched the videos closely, I guess, uh, but they put a lot more emphasis on what kind of innovative games they could make.
0: Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's recap what it different. is though, because just in case someone hasn't, you know, been listening so far, hasn't kept up, this is the first time they're hearing about it for some reason. So this is Nintendo's new console. It's also their new handheld. They are combining those two elements of what they've done in the past into one system here. I would say it is a handheld that you connect to a TV and not a console that you take with you on the go. Uh, I think it leans more handheld, and I, I think Nintendo kind of oh, okay. Well, you might disagree, but we'll get in that a little bit. Um, I think c- that's a fair description because it's like the opposite of the Wii U, right? It's it's, uh, the, it's the inverse uh, almost.
2: Yeah, the Wii U had a processor in a home console, and then it had an accessory tablet that, that had was wireless computing power yeah. in it. And this time, the computing power is all in the tablet. You mm-hmm. can take that with you, and it's not tethered to uh, a
0: home machine. And now, that we learned that in the trailer uh, a few weeks ago, uh, a couple months ago now, actually. We learned a lot more, but uh, some more basic details. $300 comes out March 3rd, so less than 50 days. Um, it, it, Zelda will debut with it on March 3rd, which seems like the big game that they are positioning right up front, a, 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 along with a couple motion control games. Motion controls are back um dean mentioned that uh and, and this was kind of that like dean you said this is kind of what they showed here in a big way that this system isn't just something that you plug into your tv and take on the go it also has these party game features where you're looking at each other you're using these the the, the joy cons that come off the side of the system in different ways um let's uh let's start let's start there kind of maybe get that out of the way what do you guys think about motion controls coming back? in terms of the the nintendo switch
1: it was i was surprised that there was such a focus on that especially early on like there's this bit kind of early on the conference i was like this is beginning to feel like like a wii era like nintendo event and you know it, it's it's just strange because they already did this kind of look it has motion control still too with the wii u right or it still used the Wii motion controllers. And I was like, see, look, you can still do all that stuff. And, and kind of ultimately nobody really wanted to anymore, right? There's part of me that just worries that that, you know, that happened with the Wii and it was a success and it attracted a lot of players for a bit. And I, and I think people have kind of moved on. I don't see, I don't really see this whole Nintendo Switch motion aspect really playing out uh, for very long.
0: I, I yeah. well, go ahead, Dean
1: i was saying that with
2: that one two switch game uh uh they are positioning the players in a different way whereas you know like
0: this is the big difference here between, between the wii and yeah, the, with this the is wii, you
2: were with the wii you were facing the tv right and now you're facing each other
0: so you know what this reminds me of um mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys have ever played it i've never played it it's that js sebastian joust game uh that used mm-hmm. playstation move controllers and it had music playing. And as long as the music was playing, you could move, your, you could move the, uh, the PlayStation Move. And you were playing with like eight to 16 other people who all have move controllers. And then when the music stopped, you had to stand still. And if someone made you move by like messing with you, using their other hand to kind of get in your face, you, the controller would sense that vibration and you would lose and you'd drop out. And then the last person standing won the game. Um, it, it feels like this system, the way that they're building it, where you're not looking at the TV, you're looking at each other, you're listening to sounds – is built on that concept, uh, and 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 that's how they're separating it from the Wii. And I, I I don't know if that is a winning prospect in the same way the Wii was when it came out. Um, before we started, and this is this is one two Switch game that we're talking about. It's a mini game compilation. Before we started, uh, Mike pointed out that it it might be the Nintendo Land of the Nintendo Switch as opposed to the Wii Sports of the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I think it'll probably land somewhere in the middle. I see some potential here for this, but I think it's going to be closer to Nintendo Land. Personally, yeah,
2: I, I think what they're what they're trying to do is create like a larger play space, right? Or you know, or just a a way for uh, to come up for a way for developers to come up with different kinds of imaginative gameplay, and they they're doing that in every way by investing in a lot of different things in this console, except a really high end processor for graphics, right? <laughs> so the. You know they're they're not they're not going into the technological arms race with Microsoft and, and Sony to get a hundred dollar processor in there that uh, really delivers realistic three D graphics. Uh, that's never been Nintendo's um, strategy. And but but it, they, it does seem like it's more powerful doing, than the they're, Wii U. They're sort of doing everything else.
0: Yeah, it does seem like it's more powerful than the Wii U though, which is I think how you reported it in the story about how this Tegra is using older architecture. Uh, It would still be more more powerful than the Wii U. It looks like that panned out because Mario Kart 8, a game that was on the Wii U, it's coming to the Switch in a deluxe version. It still runs at at 60 frames per second. Now it runs at 1080p, where at, at best it ran at 720p on the Wii U. And um, even
1: when it's on the tablets, it just goes down to 720p and still 60 frames per second, which I kind of thought was encouraging. Yeah, that is encouraging. And the interesting
2: thing is, is we're all we're having to figure out what these specs are because Nintendo didn't mention any no. of the specs during its press. Yeah, yeah. and, press and I, switch, I, that, right?
0: that's not surprising. They weren't. They don't want to focus on that stuff. Uh, they don't want to make a big deal out of it because they know people will pick it apart and take away the wrong thing when they're just. They want to be like, "Hey, look at our games. Look at our yeah. look at all the things we can do." Um, I. But I'm not sure if, if motion controls. If there's anything else we really want to talk about there, I, I mean, beyond one two switch, do you do you guys did you guys see anything that was worth talking about? Were there any I other mean, motion controls? Arms looks
1: like it it could be fun, uh, right? I mean, again, it's another game where it's like that, and this is like already like jumping ahead to where I feel like we we you got where it's like, and you can use it with a regular controller, right? Kind of like with Punch Out. I feel like ultimately so people like, who play like, it like get this, there. yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and but arms, yeah, you, arms you can use a regular controller, and I was like, oh, okay, I might really be into that because it seems like a uh, we had a podcast about this, my games we wanted to bring back, and I was like, Punch Out, and this seems like it might be a uh, um uh, an updated version of Punch Out, kind of, yeah, uh, in, in, close enough, and it has some similar concepts, but it's more complex right. for sure. It, it, it's but it, it has it,
1: some Nintendo charm to it, it doesn't right. like, yeah, it doesn't look very complex.
0: No, but well, more complex than Punch Out is what all I was saying. But um, kind of like a rock paper scissors boxing game. Yes, a little
1: bit. Well, yeah, in, in a way, a lot of fighting games are. Where like once you know, what blocking, like a lot of that is actually even true in like a like Street Fighter going back that far. Where a throw beats a block, a block right. beats a punch, and this and is this is
0: whatnot. Just so people know, uh, This is Arms, which is a just a wild punching game that you play with the motion controllers, uh, but you can play with the the. Gamepad Pro or whatever. Um, right. It looked it looked it looked like Splatoon mixed with a, a motion control game from the Wii. Um, yeah. It has a very similar color scheme, but I think we we can move off motion controls because th- we'll have to. That's going to have to pan out, and we're going to have to see whether that actually you know hits pay dirt in any way for Nintendo. If people are going to care about that or not, whether or not the Today Show is going to pick oh. up on that stuff, we won't know for a couple more weeks. What well, we can well, I decide, just, I
2: just say one one yeah, more thing. Go uh, ahead. which is. Um- you know the the I think the reason that the Wii sold a hundred million units and the uh, and the Wii U sold only thirteen million was because it had a way to bring in everybody else. Mm-hmm. Wii Sports was the title that did that, and you know it simplified the control to the point where it was more like a remote control and uh, motion sensor, and everybody um, knew how to operate it uh, just by you know watching somebody else play, right? So. Um, it, it brought in the mainstream. It brought in the masses. Brought in non gamers, mm-hmm. and um, and it was a social thing that people talked about with each other, or they played together and they laughed. Uh, it was a party, party um, you know, instigator, right. I guess. And and so I think they're trying to do the same thing.
0: With, with, with I think it's telling that they Joy-Con controller. I right? think it's telling that they aren't giving up. On that thing, where like I think a lot of us yeah, were looking at it from outside, surprising. we're saying, "Hey, okay, let's just all, let's all move past it." Everyone else has moved past motion controls. We like Nintendo's going to do it too. Of course, they're going to move past it. They're not going to have motion controls in this thing, and I think it's very telling that they're not willing to give that up because they're. I think they're thinking we have to repeat that success with this system, which I think is. Uh, I don't know. It kind of makes me worry a little bit. It's
2: and kind you know it's it's on, the, it's the it's pricing. Unlikely. The pricing matches that kind of philosophy. It's not as high as they could have charged for a hardcore game console, right? It's at $300. It is uh, on the high end of what people expected, but it is still kind of within the mass market. Yeah,
0: I think it was what I expected. I think the
1: price is kind of... I think it's, that seems about it's, right. It's in what in I George. expected,
0: but had it been 350 I would have been appalled, I think, um, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so... Yeah. Let's, uh, let, and we'll come back to pricing and stuff like that, I'm sure, as we kind of talk about the proposition, uh, the value proposition that Nintendo's trying to make here. But let's get into to really the core of what the system is trying to do in terms of who it's trying to reach. And I think Nintendo um, said this very specifically when they had Miyamoto on their stream today talking about Mario. Um, so they're making a new 3D Mario game. It looks very intense in terms of you are going to be controlling Mario, you're going to be controlling a camera. Uh, it's not a 2D Mario game and it's very different than Super Mario Run and Miyamoto said that because they have Super Mario Run and they have Super Mario Maker these games where anyone can play, anyone can pick it up and start and you know play with one hand if you're on iPhone um that they feel more comfortable making a complicated 3D Mario game uh, in terms of Super Mario Odyssey which is what it's called and yeah, I think, we, think I think it's a definition of the entire system as a whole at this point. Yeah. Isn't they're going to feel more comfortable. The same about that. with
1: Mario games where they kind of been going away from the the sandbox kind of levels and trying to make it a bit more uh, linear. they try trying to make it more uh, accessible. You know, traditionally, the three D Mario games have not sold as well as the two D Mario games. It's just because it's not because the you know, one's better than the other. It's just more people can understand the two D thing. And I like that they can say, you know what, it, it's fine. We're going to make one that will really appeal to the people who like, you know, Mario sixty
0: four and what have you. And I got to say, I, I almost never had any hope that they would fully return to that kind of right. Mario game. Uh, I, I think in my heart, I was always thinking, you know, they make more money with the 2D Mario games. They're probably less expensive to make. Super Mario 3D World was probably the closest they ever got to combining the the simplicity of 2D in a 3D game. So why wouldn't they just keep going down that path? I never thought they would be like, we're going to swing back. And start, you know, going moving this pendulum back the other way, and saying it's okay to make a complex Mario game. I just that that wasn't in the cards. I wasn't even considering it, so I never it would, like had they not done it, my hopes wouldn't have been crushed because I had no hopes for this. And now that they're doing mm-hmm. it, I'm like, wow. The, what? I think this says something very specific about what Nintendo's trying to do with the Switch, and it's uh, it's well, it to reach feels, a core game. It gaming feels audience. like
2: they they did step up from the Wii U in enabling uh, open world games more. And uh, this this kind of Mario game seems more like an open world game, and you know, they they are getting Skyrim onto uh, the platform as well. So it's it's almost like they're welcoming a new category of games that never really um, tried to be on on previous Nintendo consoles because it's just, uh, the worlds so, I mean, Zelda is also like that, right? um, so. Um, you know, they, in, in some ways, they're they're bringing in a whole category of games not not i'm not sure whether there's something in the hardware that makes this uh, run these kinds of games better or or they're just making a bigger attempt to bring these in
1: i think some of that might be almost coincidental just like a, a nature of you know look like that philosophy behind mario getting Skyrim because I mean there was not, there was nothing really limiting per se about the Wii U when it came to open world games. Like it, it could have happened. I mean there were some examples like with the Lego stuff and, and why you plus you know Zelda is also coming out on that system still, which is weird to think about, but you know, it's
0: happening. Right. I, I I it's coincidence, but I think Nintendo also recognizes the need for a game like Skyrim to be successful on the Switch and if it's gonna be successful with the the audience it seems like it wants to reach. Um whether that means they've done something specific with the hardware, I don't know. I, I, I would doubt it. Um, I, I think it's probably more building relationships with companies like Bethesda and saying, hey, please, we want this the system to be associated with this sort of game, um, so please do it. And I don't know if, how open-world Mario is going to be. It seems like it's sandbox, uh, where there's different levels that you go to, and it's much it's more open than maybe some of the previous games, uh, maybe more closer to the Sunshine and Mario like 64.
2: This, I mean, this particular feature just might be a matter of uh, you know, DRAM, whether there's enough uh, main memory. So if they've if they've done that, we don't exactly know because they haven't told us what the specs are, but if there's enough main memory in the system, then that's good.
0: So let's do the release calendar. Um, on March 3rd, when the system comes out, Zelda will launch along with the one, two switch game, uh, a few other things, but not a ton. There's not a ton of release software on launch day. Um, mm-hmm. In April, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe will come out on April 28th. Then Nintendo said in the summer it will have Splatoon 2, which looked a lot like Splatoon, um, almost like an expansion pack maybe. I, I mean, it looks very similar. And then in the holiday season they will have Super Mario Odyssey. I feel like from a if you're looking at it from a, a standpoint of Nintendo, this is a Nintendo system for Nintendo games. This is a strong year of of releases. Uh. I think if you're looking at it from a, a broader standpoint where you're looking at it as a system to play any kind of game, it seems pretty limited. Uh, what, are you, right. what, are, what are your guys' impressions?
1: It, well, it is, so, so like specifically that launch window, right? Having Zelda in there is is great, obviously. I think that's, you know, what everyone's going to go for. But, you know, it's, some of that is sort of taken, you know, a little, it's a little less special. It's, it's coming out on the Wii U that same day, right? It is, you know, kind of a Wii U game also. So you're not feeling like, oh man, I'm getting this incredible Switch experience that, I could have actually just bought for a system I already have. Then outside of that, you know, there's not really another big Nintendo game. So like what went what, to switch? I'm surprised that even like the Mario Kart 8 uh, thing isn't going to be ready for launch or even that even uh, arms is not a launch game. I'm surprised there's not like at least one other thing there.
0: Right. And the third yeah. party
1: support, it's like, you know, it, it's there. It's something, you know, uh, super cool uh crazy or or exciting there. So it's it's definitely probably on the weaker side of launches. Does that matter? Uh, all the time is kind of the question.
2: I mean they're they're just sort of lucky again that they have a zelda right? Yeah. Just um,
1: try to put this all over again and
2: people will be preoccupied with that for a while but uh, uh but yeah, um you t- I mean they they say they have 50 games in the works and 80, um, 80 supporters I guess, but uh it's, Still uh, very light for a logical.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I, I pre-ordered it. I mean, I think all, all of you did as well. I think Jason did as well as our, our managing editor. Um, what, but what would you say if someone came up to you? And this might lead into some of the things that might be negative about the, the Switch, but what would you say to someone if it was just a, a regular gamer and they came up to you and said, what should I do about the Switch? Should I pre-order one right now? Or should I wait? Or whatever. What would you say to them?
1: I mean, it still comes down to how much do you like Nintendo? And I, I know people kind of make that Nintendo game playing machine joke a lot with, with Nintendo right. systems, but you know, I, I think there it's it's okay in a way for people to want a Nintendo system because they like Nintendo a lot, right? I, I guess... I, I was maybe surprised to see not a whole ton of like, they they talk about third party support a lot, mm-hmm. but you never really see a result of that outside of things that looked like they would be, you know, kind of digital releases and these kind of, you know, more, uh, you know, like the, the, the fake indie games, you know, like the games that are made by third, these big third party names, but they kind of look like indie games in a way. Right. right. It's like, you have like a new bomber man. That's nice. But it's you know, it's bomber man, you have oh. street fighter two is coming back. Okay, cool. But mm-hmm. you know, it's street fighter too. It's not like they're saying like, you know, Hey, here's the next call of duty. Yeah. Like Se- saying, or Sega's Friday.
0: not, Sega's not bringing like Yakuza. They're bringing Tetris no. or Puyo Puyo Tetris.
1: And they're bringing like Sonic Mania. And that's, huh.
0: a, you know, cool. You know, that's exciting. But it, yeah, it, it it illustrates your point of what kind yeah, of game they, they're they bringing. They played in up the,
2: they played up the eight person multiplayer, but they said so little about some of the other multiplayer things that I, I have to like wonder again, like, um, you know, if, if if you have uh cloud gaming technology that's available on the shield, the shield is very much like the the switch. Um why don't we have cloud yeah, gaming? But even
0: if it doesn't have cloud gaming, do they have cloud saves? This. Like I mean I would I would hope that it would have cloud saves so that when I take my switch over to someone's house uh, I don't have to keep all of my saves stored on this thing that only has 32 gigabytes of built-in of sto- uh, built-in data storage, uh, so that I can bring up a save, or they can bring up the save on their on my system without having to uh, go through a bunch of hoops. Um, they didn't mention a lot of those kinds of things, and it's uh, it's part yeah. of a list of of answers um, that we haven't received from Nintendo about pressing questions. Uh, other things yeah. along those lines is how much this online uh, Switch online service is going to cost. Oh, a lot of questions with the online. I, I,
2: I, like, I like the cloud gaming angle to it also because it it has the potential to bring in a lot of libraries of games that were never intended to run on the Switch.
0: I mean, it would solve some problems, but the fact that yeah. they didn't mention it at all, I think, is a, a, I mean, a pretty like, strong like sign. Things like backward
2: compatibility, right? You don't you don't have backward compatibility, but if you have cloud gaming, it's not so hard to get an old game to run on the, on the new game. Yeah, but
1: has that like, solution been working out? super well for sony with playstation now
0: uh, with, yeah their, their pricing has definitely know. been uh, kind of tough i think uh, it's, it's very expensive playstation now it's like 20 expensive, 20 I don't bucks know a know month
1: how well it works yeah, you have a really good. works
0: well enough edition. but it's not working to the point where I, I just never feel comfortable like i never feel like i own any of any of those games i'm never like mm-hmm. i'm gonna go play my I, mean, I think the Shield tv
2: is probably going to be a more um better example of of how that works well i think yeah but i mean
0: I, but invest, then again the switch is going to sell way better than the the shield t- television so it's like yeah. Yeah, uh, nintendo i'm sure has the reasons for not doing something along those lines but but we'll see but i, I think the bigger issue uh, for a lot of people is going to be things like how just the basic internet stuff works uh I, like for example they say you're going to be able to pay for this online switch service and that will enable you to do stuff like voice chat and lo- online lobbies and friend groups uh, or like you know uh, parties, but you do it all from a smartphone, and that makes it sound like you can only do voice chat using the smartphone app,
1: which is strange to have to use another device to use a feature on, on another oh. device that's not even owned by they, the same company. Yeah. They
0: also, they also
2: didn't say whether there's like a cellular connection inside. Device, right? No, and I don't. I think that probably means there isn't. I mean, they're advertising this as something you can take with you anywhere and you know play anywhere where you go. But if you're going to have an online game and you take it with you and you have to be connected to Wi-Fi, then yeah, but I mean, Wi-Fi really just limits the you know the portability. But that that brings
0: up one of the biggest issues with the system: is this two point five hours to six hour battery life? If you put a cell thing in there to play online multiplayer games when you're on the go. Over 4G or whatever, that's uh, that's going to be rough on on a battery that already seems like it's going to struggle to keep up. Uh, so I, I think they I think I don't think they're going to do it simply for that main reason they don't want uh, to have a half hour battery life. They
2: have Mophie a reason to stay in business.
0: Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and that it's USB C, so you can you're totally going to be able to put shells on this thing that are battery packs. Uh, that's going to happen. They're going to be everywhere. You're going to see those at GameStop a ton. Um, well, do, do you guys have any concerns about the battery life? I mean. I-
1: when I heard that number, it sounded real bad. Then I kind of looked at what the new 3DS did. And the new 3DS was, like, in, an hour or an, a half an hour better than that, really. Yeah. So it, Plus, you know, I, I'm a suburban gamer, right? So most of – when I do portable gaming, it usually means to my uh, my bed.
0: Or, and you could play you with know. this one plugged in. So that you're going to be right. fine uh, as long as right. you so get it's a not, cable. I don't know. A-
1: it, it, like, sounds bad. It's one of those things when, in an age where uh, all the external batteries and – you know, even on a plane, you now have uh, outlets and stuff like that. I don't think there'll ever be a point where I'm like, "Oh, I can't play my Switch anymore; it's dead." I don't. I see think that I think happening.
2: they they said that Zelda would um, last for three hours on the, bad uh, on the battery, and yes, that's yeah. Right. You know, that's that's not really impressive. Yeah,
0: yeah that's no, it's impressive. Not, It's not. Yeah, it's bad, but it seems right uh, for what that for what that two point five hours to six hour thing. It's not said to surprising. Me. Right. Uh, it's, it's what I was expecting. I, I was hoping and, for better. You know, that,
2: I think that goes back to, again, you know, things they didn't tell us like, you know, this is it's probably a Maxwell based NVIDIA. Uh, kind of I
0: Android think that seems pretty uh, obvious and,
2: at this point. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, there, there, it's not very, um, high end as far as processing capability and, you know, it's it's not that power efficient either. Um, so, um, three to six hour battery life. It's probably not a surprise.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see here. Some of the, uh, other things going back to the online service. Um, so it's going to be free for, for, for the first couple of months. And then in the fall, they are going to begin charging for it. Like I said, they didn't say how much, but when you, when you pay for it, what you get is online play. It's very similar to PlayStation plus and Xbox live gold. You get online multiplayer, you get all those other features, but then you also get a free monthly download. Now, this free monthly download is sounds pretty exciting. It's um, either an NES game or a Super NES game. And Nintendo says it's going to add online multiplayer features to these games. Um, Super, uh, Super NES in particular, I think it, the way it read to me is it was going to be both NES and SNES. But so far, it's only been confirmed that SNES games will get the, this online multiplayer that will work on the Switch. That's very cool. However, after that month ends where the game is part of this, this promotion... You don't get to keep it. That is very different from the way PlayStation Plus works and Xbox Live Gold works, where they take the games, uh, where you get you keep the games as long as you keep an active subscription. And I just think I, I don't get this decision at all. Uh, do you guys it have any thoughts on? It seems
1: like a weird decision made in a vacuum where yeah. Xbox Live Gold and PlayStation Plus don't exist. It's, it's just because I mean you're already you know. Personally, I would rather have a, an NES or SNES game. Than, yeah, same
0: here, like, but. Same- but optics it, aren't
1: good. Is a, it is a less, it's less of a value, you know, monetarily. Mm-hmm. And now you're on top of that saying you can only have it for a month. Like, can they really not? Just give that away to people. One like NES and SNES game a month. That just seems like they seem like a dragon sitting on their hoard for them to do. Yeah, to it, like add value and to get some goodwill. And, it's, and like n- what they're doing now, it's going to probably be worse than if they did nothing. Because mm-hmm. now people are going to get mad about that one month time limit. It, it, they're gonna. Uh, yeah, they, they seem like now, Go
2: ahead, Dean. You know you're bringing up things that they should give away for free. And well, you're paying and for charge sure. so much for now we should bring up accessories. I mean, I think oh, these accessories are outrageously we'll high. we'll get
0: we'll get in there. hang on. I just want to want a couple more things about the games here, uh, is yeah. that uh, like it's it kind of defeats the whole purpose of why Sony and Microsoft do this, why you would give games away because you want people to feel, like, oh, I can't let my, my subscription to PlayStation Plus lapse. I'm going to lose access to the, the 15 games I've collected over the last year. So even if I'm not playing those games, even if I'm not playing online multiplayer, I still up, uh, re-up and resubscribe to both PS Plus and Xbox Live Gold. Uh, unless I see a good game on, on the Nintendo service, or unless I'm playing a, an active online on multiplayer game, I'm not going to subscribe each month to the Nintendo service. I just, I'll cancel it and I'll come back when I need it. Um, I, I do like the idea that, okay, for that one month, everyone's going to be playing these one Super Nintendo or NES games, so we'll have this community built up around them. I think that's great, but it would happen whether people got to keep them or not. So, right. I just and think this is just a baffling decision.
1: It's very strange, plus they're very short on, again, the details of this thing. Like, if right. they're going to start, you know, it's fine to charge for stuff it's going to be as good I mean, it's Xbox Live, but, you know, we're, we're we kind of skeptical of that, right? Right.
0: I mean, that, that's like, that. You know, they're going to give us the free couple of months, so we'll at least get an idea of what it's like. I guess so. But I think it's... they implied that the, the, the free monthly game and stuff won't start until the fall. So,
1: I, I, I hope that this is a case of there's enough time where right. they can see why this is
0: just a stupid
1: thing to yeah. do. Yeah, we'll, and they we'll
0: reverse it before it even gets to that point. But, you know, we're, but we'll see. We'll see. So, Dean, you brought up the uh, expensive accessories. Um, so the system itself is three hundred dollars, which I think a lot of us expected. What we didn't expect is that the Pro controller would cost seventy dollars or eighty dollars. How much is it, Dean? Do you have it? Uh, let me
2: look it up here in a
0: second. I think that. I'm pretty sure that the if you want an extra set of the Joy Cons, which are the two slide-on controllers that connect to the side of the system, and then are the motion controllers, I think uh, a set of two of those is eighty dollars. Um, right. that is significantly more expensive than I think if you a lot want of people the are mini
2: Draycon, Each one of those is $50,
0: yeah. So if you get them by themselves, they're $50 <laughs> each. That's uh, that's pretty nuts. Um, and, and then I think the pro controller is 70
2: and the, the power supply, which is really not much more than a power supply charger, is $90. Yikes,
0: they're trying, they're going Apple on us. That's what they they want they, they want to be Apple and they're like we could charge so a premium for our your, stuff. Full, your full
2: second controller, your Joy-Con controller with the charging grip, that's a hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> and then you know I guess their their comeback is like, well, two people can actually play on this thing from the very start. Yeah. So it's like we've included two controllers in in, in where where most people only can include one. Um, but you know that's those are mini controllers.
0: Yeah, and those controllers are very, like, last resort. Pacific. Yeah, I would I would only use those controllers if I'm like desperate to play a multiplayer game. I guess with someone over. I mean, I'll do the motion control games, but beyond that, I, I mean, I'm never going to use just one of those Joy Cons to the play a game. Pro by controller myself. is seventy dollars. Seventy. Okay, that's uh, so that's ten dollars more expensive, right, than an Xbox One controller or a Dual Shock Four. That's it. Seems yeah, seems out of whack.
2: Um, and also, again, we we have a we have a three hundred dollar device here, and you only get thirty two gigabytes of storage.
0: Yeah. And now, in fairness, they will let you use um, SD cards, which are very in- inexpensive relative to a yeah, hard drive. And you can
2: buy those SD cards too. <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like uh, the PlayStation Vita, which had very expensive storage options. Um, and I'm not
2: sure how much the micro SD. Cards
0: uh, you can like you can get like a thirty two gigabyte one for ten bucks. Um so I, there's 256 gigabytes is how, how much the 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 switch can support and those are expensive still but they're coming down in price so that that's something but yeah only having 32 gigabytes built in that I guess that's another kind of con- thing I'm I'm concerned about it's I, like it's, these are
2: hidden costs though, right? yeah you know, so,
0: and yeah. Zelda's going to be what like 15 gigabytes probably um maybe 8 if it's if it's they really compact it that's going to take up a good chunk of the built-in storage and then, yeah, you're gonna have to start getting into SD cards, and that's gonna be a pain in the butt for a lot of people, especially you know kids. But again, they did this with the 3DS, so people are used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's anything, uh, any other like big stories that came out of this. Did yeah, you guys? It's
1: weird because like just doing this is like there is like all this really skeptical and like uh, confusing and you know I don't know stuff, but. So it's like at the end of the day, and it, I almost feel like a little childish about, it, but just seeing like Mario and yeah. Zelda, right? And you know, Zelda was a game we knew about for a while, and it's coming out on the Wii U. But just as far as just like good game trailers go, that Zelda trailer they showed off is Oof. like one for the ages. It was very
0: like, good. Um, it was mm-hmm. a
1: good trailer.
0: Yeah, they really, they really nailed that. Uh, oh I, my gosh! It was the music. It was the voice acting. It was the way everything looked. They that game looks incredible, and. I, I think if it didn't have that I wouldn't be maybe lining up to get one but plan- having to, that smart to the-
1: save that for the end
0: yeah yeah it was uh having that on the switch on day one, gives me a good reason to own one of those systems. I love the idea of playing it on my TV and then taking the system with me to bed um, mm. or, you know, if I'm, you know, no matter what I'm doing, having it with me. But but, but Jeff, you could just take your Wii U tablet controller to bed yeah. if you're within range. Yeah, and I'm never oh. within range. It, the the only part of my house that's within range of for the Wii U controller is where I sit to watch TV which is, kind of, it's like, it's like this irony that I, I, really actually makes me hate the Wii U at times, even though I love the systems games, but but yeah. Um, But, Mike, I, I think that kind of actually brings up a point I, I did want to uh, talk about. Yeah. You know, there are some negative things about this system, there are questions, but overall, I, I'm feeling that this is a positive for Nintendo. I think they delivered on a lot of the things they needed to deliver. Um, The things that we kind of are always skeptical about, third-party support, <laughs> Uh, you know, st- storage for online. games, online, things like that. Yeah. Those are still questions, but the things that I knew it, that they had to do, you know, show me a good Zelda, show me a system that I can understand how it works uh, and how I'm going to be able to play Nintendo games on it. They did that. And I'm, so I'm feeling pretty positive about this. And I think overall, most people are as well. Um, even if there are plenty of reasons to be skeptical and there are plenty of skeptics.
1: Yeah. So, and kind of the question I do have though is: Is this really not going to be a third place console? Still, is this really going to, you know, ex- outside of launch, maybe like regularly outsell the Xbox One and PlayStation Four on a monthly basis? And you well, know, it's, it's kind of hard to see that. And it's it's kind of I don't know for some reason I I almost have a hard time buying into that still.
0: So, I think if going off of that presentation, I think you have a good point. But once they do the Nintendo Direct that says, hey, look, here's the next Pokemon game, and it's coming out on the Nintendo Switch. That's true, yeah. I think we, we saw what happened last year with the 3DS. Uh, if people aren't aware, um, the 3DS was on a decline. It wasn't selling as well. Pokemon Go came out, and the 3DS started selling better and better and better. And it, there was a couple months where it was the top-selling system throughout the summer and then into the fall. Um, and it was it was a huge boost. And then the Pokemon games for the 3DS, the new ones, um, what are they? X and Y, not X and Y. What are they? Um, Sun, and Moon. Sun and Moon. Those came oh. out and people went nuts and the system sold really well. And they were the fastest selling games uh, of all time for Nintendo. So I think that once they bring in that fold, that group of people, that group of gamers, that is when it closes the loop and this is the system that can compete right. with those others. I think...
2: I think they may have created a problem for themselves, though, in the portable space where, you know, like, if you buy one of these now, you have any reason to buy a 3DS anymore.
1: No, but we're we're already,
2: yeah, we're already looking at the 3DS and... 3ds is like what sixty million versus hundred and fifty million for the the DS. The,
0: the next Pokemon so, games it's, in twenty seventeen will come so out fast, on fast. on 3ds as as if they come out on Switch, they'll also come out on 3ds, no doubt. Right. But the 3ds is on the way out, clearly.
1: Yeah, 3ds is on the way. I mean, the thing came out what two thousand. So then, then, then if you're system.
2: Nintendo, you know, um, you know, you're 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 looking at this like. Um, maybe a little more realistically but you're you're looking at a, a time when you had 100 million we sold and 150 million 3d or bs's sold and you're going to this age where you're just coming off of 13 million we U sold. um you know is it a victory for you to sell 20 million of these, of these
1: uh, it's victory? not no I mean, you know, no it's, it's got to do better than not, that but <laughs> right? i i think 100 million is maybe asking much and I, even, the, even if it did as well as the 3DS, I know 3DS kind of paled in comparison to the DS, but definitely, you know, I think it sold pretty well. I think it made yeah. Nintendo a lot of money. It's
0: got to go closer uh, to the 3DS than the Wii U, obviously, or, or obviously. closer to the 3DS than the GameCube, even. Um, and But I think the potential is there. And if they can deliver on, uh, on this Mario game coming out this holiday and then... In 2018, they're like, "Here is Pokemon. Here are all these other series that you've been waiting for, um, and they look better than ever because they're on an HD console. That'll that'll have a huge impact." Man, it is. It's just so weird to me looking at that. That the GameCube sold 22
1: million units, Xbox 24 million, the PlayStation 2 153. Like it, it, it I it know ju- that like the places do one, but it, it's like hard to believe that that was that lopsided.
0: Yeah, when you go back in time and you like look at those two those systems side by side, that doesn't seem it doesn't register like that. That's how it should have played out. I think a lot of it was just perception at the time. A lot of kids that grew up on gaming were getting a little bit older, so they went with the uh, the system that was perceived as being for older people and kind of missed out on a lot of great great GameCube games. Right. But that's just, just baffling. Yeah. So, but for the Switch. It has a lot of potential. Um, I, I don't think it's going to do the Wii even with, with the motion controls. Even if they do kind of hit in a best-case scenario with those motion controls, I don't think it's going to be as good as the Wii. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think, yeah, come out with Pokemon next year and they'll be fine. I think it'll do Yeah, better, I, I think
2: a bunch of the analysts that I pinged as well were not really glowing as far as just their reaction to it. You know, yeah. The, the higher price. Uh, they brought up a lot of these other flaws. One of them, one of them was saying, "Oh, they might sell four million this year." Um, you know, four million is not going to get them. On no, a four million is bad for yeah for the We.
0: I think um, they're. I think that's way, way off base, though. I think it's going to like based on the response. I like, think it's probably going to sell four million like in the first six months, if not the first quarter, is what it seems like. Just based on the way people are talking about this system relative to the Wii U. I mean, if, unless they're, unless they meant like this this year, as in like fiscal year ending March 30th. Um, in that case, yeah, $4 million I think it's <laughs> totally reasonable. Um, but you know, th- there's kind of no way. I, th- I just think people are hungry for a Nintendo system. They still love Zelda. They still love Mario. They still love Pikachu. So, uh, th- th- it's, it's, I w- the question is whether it's going to be closer to the GameCube or the uh, 3DS. And I think that's kind of where we're kind of falling <sighs> now at this point. I'm just like depressed looking at these GameCube
1: numbers now. There's a system <laughs> with just so many good games and no one bought it. Uh-huh. So I don't know, maybe having good Nintendo games isn't enough or me, but that was, there was a perception at that time that Nintendo was kind of lame, right? Yeah. That and was, that Nintendo's was kind of like, it's, it, it has changed, right? We yeah. Like you're, it's already, cool to
0: be lame. It's cool to like, still be playing yeah, Pokemon. It's, now. Yeah, it's ironic. It's yeah. ironic now. Being yeah. lame is awesome.
1: <laughs> but I
2: think, I think they've sort of reconfigured themselves in a, a way to be profitable, kind of no matter what happens. And, um, yeah. That's probably the good thing about where they are now. I think, um, I think, you know, they can, they can live. If it is not a gigantic seller.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, the, the mobile games are going to frame up to do something that's a little bit more focused on the core gamer that would buy a Nintendo system. Um, they're like, we can make Super Mario Run. We can live off that in a way and get that casual audience that we're so desperate for. And then with our core system, there is the potential to just kind of make something that is uh, you know, far more for the people that prefer 3D Marios to 2D Marios. And they're going off into theme parks as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's
2: different ways that they're figuring out how to how to make more money. uh, uh, Mobile will help them to sort of replenish their war chest uh, uh, whenever they need it. I guess.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Anything else, guys? I feel like we've kind of tapped it. Um... Well, I I guess the conclusion
2: then is, if you're Nintendo, um, maybe your strategy is to live profitably in third place.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they, I think that you're, you're that. right that they built if themselves that, in a way that they have to yeah. do that, or they can do that. But I think yeah. they clearly want to be, uh, like Mike says, at least a, a, a couple of months of the year outside the Xbox One and or the PlayStation 4. Um, I think that's what they want. But in the meantime, uh, you guys can't see this, but in the video, I just put that, um, that milking gif of them playing that motion <laughs> control game, and they're just going, hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's the it's still pretty obscene I I do I do think that at least
2: that they have really um tried to uh run with the things that uh that could potentially get them into something more viral again they're they're trying with the social dueling games uh, motion controllers the uh, things like Zelda um they're they're trying to attack on on every front that will, uh, you know, possibly collectively lift them up above where
0: you know the, the bad days of the Wii U. Right? So. Yeah, I think we can all agree it's going to do better than Wii U. Beyond that, who knows? <laughs> All right, guys. It would,
1: sure it would be something if it did it.
0: Yeah, that would be really impressive, actually. I, would, I wouldn't would be like, what the hell happened here? Just like, this is <laughs> impressive that you could screw up that bad. All right, I think that's going to do it. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, thanks for listening. I turned on the uh, cast halfway through, so the audio on the back half should be better than the audio on the first half. But whatever. Um, I apologize for that. We'll do better next week. Uh, in the meantime, Mike, we'll tell everyone where they can find you on the Internet.
1: We'll, we'll do better. That's it my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me Yeah, <laughs> all over the place. I'm everywhere now. Every site you go, you're going to see my face from now on, and that's the way it's going to be, and I hope you like it.
0: Pornhub. That's where I find you, Mike.
1: Yeah, <laughs> all right, I'm uh, I'm Tokoto on Twitter.
0: And then Dean, how about you? Where can people find you? I'm Dean Tech on Twitter. And I'm Jeff Grubb on Twitter, and you can get me on YouTube every once in a while. I post videos, uh, youtube.com forward slash Jeffrey Grubb. And oh, as always, you can get more of us on gamesbeat.com and that's, emails GamesPlus.com. That's not what I think says your name on Twitter. Is. I, okay, well, let me see. I actually didn't have it right in front of my face. So it moved <laughs> down to the second page. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, I'm Jeff Grubb, Poop, Butt, fart McFarty's P Man, CGI Face, Bad Dad Odyssey. <laughs> I'd play that game. Uh, I'd play that. And I'm going to close this rundown because I don't want to see that no more. Thanks, everyone, <laughs> for listening. We'll get you next week.